everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, I hope you're all enjoying April. It's my birthday month, so everyone is obligated to enjoy it <laughs> on my behalf. It's illegal to not appreciate the month of April. <laughs> it's true. It's a it's a new law that I've just passed. Um and having uh having just talked about one famous uh Marvel vampire who's also sort of not a vampire <laughs> and uh who just had a very bad movie come out. Um it's time to talk about another Marvel vampire who's much cooler. Much cooler. Um, had a much more successful movie come out <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, and is also, uh, not entirely a vampire and sometimes is not a vampire at all. And that's Blade. Um, Blade, uh, Blade the Vampire Slayer, real name Eric Cross Brooks. Uh, though almost no one has ever called him that. <laughs> he is simply Blade. So, Blade, uh, was created in 1973, um, by friend of the show, Marv Wolfman, um, and, uh, drawn by Gene Colan. And he was introduced in a... Marvel book called The Tomb of Dracula um in issue 10 uh The Tomb of Dracula was originally sort of like uh conceptualized by Stan Lee and Roy Thomas uh the first couple of issues uh were written by Jerry Conway and then it had a few different writers and artists uh before Marv Wolfman took over and kind of established, like, a lot of the iconic elements, including Blade. Uh, but it was, uh, created shortly after, uh, Morbius was created in the sort of, you know, post, like, comics code changing the vampire rules, like, we're allowed, uh, we're allowed to actually have vampires now. So they introduced Morpheus, Morbius, sorry, not Morpheus. Um, <laughs> Morbius. I was going to be very confused. They, yeah, so we're talking, they introduced Morpheus from the Matrix, and he's a vampire also. Um, Good for him. Yeah, honestly. Morbius, uh, sort of more of a sci-fi based vampire uh and then they went ahead and they were like okay we're just gonna do a full like horror dracula book uh so the tomb of dracula uh in like does include dracula uh it mostly follows a group of vampire hunters including quincy harkness uh, who is a descendant of, uh, Jonathan and Mina Harkness, um, who's, like, kind of the leader of the group, like, uses a wheelchair, 
there's Rachel Van Helsing, who's a descendant of Van Helsing. Um, Frank Drake, who is the only living descendant of Dracula when, like, Dracula had, like, some kids before he got turned into a vampire. Um, I think there's, like, there's a couple other sort of uh, recurring people. Um, Taj Natal, I don't think, is descended from any famous vampire characters. And uh, Hannibal King is another uh, recurring character who's introduced after Blade is, who becomes, like, the kind of the, the one who has the most, like, ongoing relationship with Blade. So Blade comes in in issue 10, uh, and he's introduced as a professional vampire hunter uh, who is immune to vampire bites. They, uh, his initial sort of vibe, which I do enjoy this trope, is he's, like, not really part of the team, uh, but he shows up occasionally to help them, uh, and then he's like, I'm not sticking around, though, I work alone, and then he leaves, and then he shows up again to help them, like, the next week. (laughs) Um, which is always kind of fun. Uh, the storylines involved them fighting Dracula, mostly occasionally fighting, like, other sort of, you know, horror-adjacent, uh, vampires or other, like, supernatural creatures. On a couple of occasions, they all had to team up with Dracula to fight some greater threat, uh, but that is one of my part, favorite tropes. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's also that's that's extremely delightful. Hey, Dracula, um, sorry about all the times I tried to kill you, but can we like fight this other thing that threatens both of us? Yeah, exactly. Listen, if this guy destroys the world, then neither of us are gonna have a world. So that's that's no good. Um, Blade is uh recurring for like several issues and then he kind of uh doesn't appear quite as much um for a little while uh before like eventually he gets um some of his own comics but that's not uh for a little while later uh according to marv wolfman he was uh one a little bit worried about blade like becoming, like, way more interesting and popular than all the other, like, main characters of the comic, which did happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, he, uh, he said in more, like, recent interviews that, like, part of the reason he kind of, like, pulled back on using Blade a little bit was he wasn't really happy with how he was, like, writing his dialogue. He thought it sounded kind of stereotypical um which is fair this is like i mean i think in like the early 70s uh it's still like 
somewhat significant to have like a well to have a black character in comics but obviously blade is like not the first one but it's still a pretty short list um but having a black character and then also having a black character who's like being the black character isn't like their whole thing like you have like the the earlier marvel examples like t'challa and luke cage notably are like a lot of their storyline is like very much about them being black (laughs) um and blade is he is extremely 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 good at fighting vampires and also he is a black guy not to be like this you know this is and blade ended racism but i think in you know the 70s it was still somewhat notable yeah um yeah uh but so his it's established uh initially i think in tomb of dracula that uh his mother was killed by a vampire while giving birth to him uh which is what made him immune to vampire bites and so jk rowling took harry potter's whole thing from blade yeah yeah exactly harry potter is just a ripoff of blade um he um he also says that this is like part of the reason why he wants to kill vampires is because a vampire killed his mom. Um, there's, like, later, like, kind of, uh, stories that, like, expand on this a little bit more, and it's, like, um, oh, his, um, his mom was, like, uh, an heiress, but she was hiding out, uh, in this brothel, that was, like, protecting her, and they, like, called a doctor while she was in labor, but the doctor, like, turned out to be a vampire, uh, and they, like, by the time they found out it was too late and she was already dead, but then they raised young Blade. (laughs) Um, baby Blade. Um. Let her rip. Um, hey, actually, we have to stop. We have to stop. <laughs> we have to stop the podcast. Um, the podcast has to be over now. Uh, it's too bad. We'll never learn anything else about Blade. Um, tragic. I'm so sorry. The thought hadn't even fully formed before it had already left my lips. <laughs> it, it was already there. It was already recorded for posterity for all time. God. Um. So anyways. Um. Blade. Blade. <laughs> Blade. As a uh, child, he, um, he encounters... Uh, a man named Jamal Afari, um, also uh, a black man, a part-time jazz musician, part-time vampire hunter. 
I, you gotta get that money where you can. It's so true. Uh, chase that paper. Um, he, uh, finds him, like, fighting some vampires in an alleyway, jumps in to help, like, distracts the vampires so that, uh, Jamal is able to kill them. Um, and this man's like, hey, you seem pretty good at this. Uh, why don't you come with me and I will teach you how to kill vampires? Uh, so he starts training him, uh, in, you know, vampire hunting specifically, and also just, you know, general, like, martial arts fighting. Uh, he knows a ton of different, like, fighting styles. Um, he, uh, gets his, uh, his nickname of Blade that just becomes what everybody calls him forever, uh, because of how good he is with knives and other various blades. Uh, he has, like, um, he's, like, most well-known for, like, the, uh, the wooden daggers that he uses, um, wood for <laughs> killing vampires. It's just a stake. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just a stake, but it's like a stake with like a, you know, like a nice hilt on it. It's, it's like, just a fancy stake. I'm, I'm just, I'm just imagining the, um, Project Runway blood orange meme. Wooden daggers. It's just a bloody stake. <laughs> Don't be so pretentious. It's a fucking stake. Um, he also, like, he, um, at, at, like, various different points, he, like, uh, uses, like, different swords. Like, he's good with guns. Um. So he couldn't, he, I mean, a sword is also a blade. That's fine. What if he was just yes. called Bullet? <laughs> what bullet the vampire hunter it doesn't sound as good <laughs> no it doesn't um i'm glad that he became adept with blades first um what if he was really he... good at driving a car and someone was like mm, your name is car now <laughs> your name is wheel his All right, thing is get up he here, runs gear vampires shift. Let's over go. <laughs> He's a vampire slayer who runs vampires over with cars. I think we're just making Ghost Rider again. Oh, dang it. You're right. We did Ghost Rider again. <laughs> God dang it. Sorry. <laughs> um, He also apparently at some point during his youth uh, trained with... Uh, Daredevil and Elektra's mentor, Stick, who I uh, hate. Blade and Stick. I hate stick. this man. Blade and Stick. <laughs> side by side. <laughs> As it was always meant to be. I do I do really hope there's a moment where it's like, what's your name? Blade, what's your name? Stick. <laughs> and they just kind of <laughs> look at each other like, hmm. Hmm. All right. Damn. Did, did you get your name because you were really good with a stick? Yeah. Did you get your name because you're really good with a blade? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, he 
spends some time early on. He like joins a uh, vampire hunting uh, gang um, that uh, ends up, you know, he gets like overconfident while they're fighting a vampire. She, uh, the vampire like turns his like girlfriends in this gang into a vampire. He learns a lesson about like, you know, not being uh, overconfident in his abilities and taking vampire hunting more seriously. So thank you, dead women, for teaching another comic book man an important lesson. Okay. Um, so I, I'm assuming he killed his girlfriend then at that point. Not I. The the alternative, which I don't trust comics to do, is then he just has a cool vampire girlfriend. No, it is n- neither. His his girlfriend leaves. Oh, good for uh, her. With, yeah, with, with <laughs> they like this mutual understanding that like if we ever see each other again, we will kill each other. But uh, for now, bye. What if? What if uh, his girlfriend? just goes off with the um vampire who bit her which i believe you said was a mo- a woman a woman yes and uh, what if what if they just kiss what if they just kiss sorry blade but <laughs> sorry sorry blade listen um your girlfriend's on a journey of self discovery now so bye blade's like damn um, my girlfriend got turned into a vampire and then left me to date the vampire that bit her. Is there truly... Do I have to date Morbius now? Is that... <laughs> am I missing a step? <laughs> is this how this is supposed to go? Is this just the, the... The way these things happen? The next time he sees Morbius, he's like, Were we supposed to date? And Morbius is like, What? What? You know, my... I had a girlfriend who got bit by a vampire, and then she dated the vampire that bit her. Is that something that's supposed to happen? Was I <laughs> supposed to date you after you turned me? I mean, like, I thank you for not... You know, I mean, I would have liked to be informed of my options, but, you know, I... <laughs> Morbius, I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. <laughs> you want to go on a date? Something just calm. Calm. Maybe get, like, some spaghetti or something little seaside restaurant oh wait no garlic do you you're not like hmm how do you do with garlic morbius if we go to a little italian place how do i do with garlic i haven't had garlic since you bit me i'm gonna go to this little italian place and see what's up join me or not i really hope that our listeners enjoy these little skits that i get on sometimes (laughs) These fun little <laughs> in-episode fan fictions that <laughs> just we just come up with on the spot. They're fun. I have fun with them. I hope you have fun with them too, dear listeners. <laughs> don't let me know if you this don't. Is what... I'm not gonna don't, stop. Don't tell us. Yeah, exactly. Maybe just find a different show. What other truly? What other comic book podcast would give you this? <laughs> Well, I can tell you that none of them have me on them making up little fanfictions on the fly. Exactly. Oh my god. Just picture right, Morbius so... and Blade eating spaghetti together. 
Maybe they do a like little lady in the tramp style. A little lady in the tramp, maybe. <laughs> hey, do oh. any artists listen to us? I kind of do want to see a picture of this now. Just to know that it exists. <laughs> Just to know that we've brought it into the world. I'm going to go commission one of my friends real quick to draw this for me. Okay. I'll keep doing the episode. I'll okay. see you in a little bit. Okay. Um, oh, oh my god, okay, so, Blade's mentor, uh, gets killed by Dracula, uh, and Blade sets off on a vengeance quest, uh, against Dracula, killing a bunch of other non-Dracula vampires along the way, um, he travels all around the world, um, he, uh, you know, runs into some different groups of vampire hunters, uh, that he, like, teams up with and then leaves again. And then eventually meets Quincy Harker. Um, did I, did I say Harkness earlier? Yes. I think, okay. It's Harker. Um, sorry. It's okay. I- I, I got distracted because as soon as you said Mina, my brain went to my Strahd campaign because uh, one of the characters is modeled after Mina um, Harker and did keep the name Mina. So oh. I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, Mina. <laughs> my good yeah, pal. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> um, I, uh, confession, I haven't actually read Dracula, so my Dracula lore is a little spotty. <laughs> um. But he uh, runs runs into this group, this uh, Tomb of Dracula group, uh, and he teams up with them in his quest to uh, eventually kill Dracula. Um, he also uh, tries to track down uh, the vampire who killed his mother, um, who is named... Deacon Frost, uh, and discovers that Hannibal King, uh, was also turned, uh, into a vampire, uh, by Deacon Frost. So the two of them work together, uh, to try and find him. Hannibal, uh, Hannibal's deal is that he was, like, a private detective, uh, who was trying to track down this vampire. I'm pretty sure without knowing he was a vampire, just like, oh, this guy, I think, killed a bunch of people. Um, and ends up being turned into a vampire by him. So he kind of, uh, he does the whole, you know, eating blood from, like, blood banks or, like, animals or that sort of thing. Uh, and he also, he continues being a private detective as a vampire. Uh, um, but he and Blade uh, work together on a lot of different occasions. Um, so the two of them try uh, and find Deacon Frost, uh, end up ultimately uh, managing to kill him, after he, um, he 
does like he he somehow like creates an evil version of Blade, and then the evil version of Blade is, like absorbs the real Blade, and then Hannibal has to get go get Damon Hellstrom to like unfuse the evil Blade and the regular Blade. So you know, comics incredible. Um, <laughs> um after that, um. He's sort of, uh, um, he's not around a lot in, like, the 80s. There's one storyline, I think, in, like, the mid-80s, uh, where Doctor Strange has, like, a run-in with Dracula, uh, and then Hannibal King contacts Doctor Strange, uh, for help fighting Dracula, and, uh... Strange manages to get his hands on the Darkhold, which is this very, uh, like, powerful dark magic text in the Marvel Universe that I think is what's responsible for the creation of vampires, uh, among many other things. Um, he gets that and discovers that there is a spell in it that will erase all vampires from existence. Uh, and he, like, it doesn't, like, doesn't think about it, just like, oh, yeah, cool, doesn't it? Uh, bye! Um, <laughs> oh, sweet! Peace! <laughs> um, he, it's, it's called, like, not Montessori, it's called, like, the, <laughs> the, the, not Montero. It's called like the Monteri <laughs> equation or the Monteri spell, I think. Um, but he uh, he gets gets Blade's help to like track down da- Dracula and get the Darkhold, uh, and then they do this spell. And like as he's doing the spell, he like gives Hannibal a blood transfusion that makes Hannibal like. Not affected by the spell, but still a vampire. But then, for a little while, the only actual vampire in the Marvel Universe, but Morbius still exists because Morbius isn't, like, a real vampire, so he wasn't affected by this spell. And then, obviously, like, eventually this is reversed. But there is a period of, like, ten years where supposedly vampires don't exist. (laughs) Except for Morbius. Except for Morbius and Hannibal and, like, one or two other times when someone's been like, Oh no, a vampire escaped the spell! How'd that happen? Oh no, oh, no. I guess that spell's not as good as you thought it was. Dang. Uh, or they could just be like, no, that's one of Morbius's actually. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not, the spell's not responsible for that. Morbius did that one. Um, so Doctor Strange also, uh, brings Hannibal and Blade together, along with, uh, Frank Drake, another character from the Tomb of Dracula, the one who's, like, Dracula's, like, last living descendant, and, uh, the three of them, after this, uh, vampire spell, form a, uh, detective agency uh called borderline investigations that like solves basically like supernatural crimes um 
they uh, disband for a while uh, when, I mean, they, <laughs> there's some, quite a bit of tension between the three of them in general. Um, they disband for a while when they have, like, uh, a run-in with Dracula and, like, Blade has, like, a nervous breakdown and is, like, <laughs> in, like, a, a psychiatric hospital, like, temporarily. Um, and then Doctor Strange gets them all back together and, like, rebrands Borderline Investigations as the night stalkers um which um is its own comic from like 1992 to 1994 it like sort of tied in with the uh midnight suns sort of branding which was the kind of we talked about a little bit with morbius but that like 90s kind of like basically the whole sort of occult side of Marvel sort of under one kind of imprint almost. But the uh, three of them uh, work together. They, you know, fight uh, various supernatural threats. They encounter at least one, you know, vampire that's like, oh no, how do you survive the vampire spell? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... He, uh, in, like, the mid to late 90s, he has a few various, like, he has a, um, a solo series that I think, uh, expands, um, on, like, his backstory somewhat. Um, he has a f couple of kind of standalone one-shots. He has, like, a mini-series, and then in, I think, 1999, no, 1998 is when the Blade movie comes out, uh, starring, uh, Wesley Snipes, and in the movie, uh, Blade's backstory is that he is, like, the, they still do, like, oh, his mother was, like, killed by a vampire, like, while uh giving birth to him uh but instead of just having it be like so now he's immune to vampires uh they make it that he is half vampire so he because that's how it works has... yeah so he has like um sort of like morbius he has like various vampire abilities but he's not, you know, affected by sunlight or uh, garlic or holy water or anything like that. Um, but he does uh, have a thirst for blood. Um, who doesn't? <laughs> who among <laughs> us? Um, so the the I I also have not seen uh the blade movie uh unfortunately this is a, a gap in my in my cultural knowledge i think uh, i've seen it it's... once but a very long time ago <laughs> <laughs> um but it's uh you know like kind of this this tension between like oh i you know 
I'm hunting these things, but I am one of them, but I like hate this part of myself, you know, all, all of that stuff. Uh, and it ended up being a, uh, pretty big success. Uh, one of like the first like movies based on a Marvel property that like actually made like a good amount of money and was like well received by people. Um, and kind of, uh, I think set the stage for like, a lot of comic book movies in general which is interesting because it was you know about a uh relatively minor character though you know in the 90s it was like oh he's cool and he's edgy and he fights vampires and it's gritty and stuff but still like not like a super major character uh but because uh the movie was a success, uh, they were like, <laughs> they were like, okay, we're going to, uh, change Blade to be more in line with the movie version. Uh, so, unfortunately for Blade, um, he has a, uh, run-in with Morbius while Morbius is being, uh, basically controlled by another evil vampire um and blade's like here i go i'm gonna kill morbius and uh spider-man's like wait don't he's not evil he's being mind controlled uh and blade's like i don't care uh and then in the ensuing fight morbius bites him and even though they don't usually have morbius bite people and then they turn into a vampire um they're able to be like, well, because, uh, you know, Blade had this weird stuff in his blood already because, uh, of, you know, his mom, and that's why he's immune to vampires. He's actually not immune to Morbius, and in fact, specifically, Mor he's like one of the few people that Morbius can turn into a vampire, partially. <laughs> Morbius is like, whoa, uh, so yeah. weird, man. And Blade is this, like, this sucks, thanks. This sucks, Morbius, god damn it. Um, Morbius is just like, this is really interesting scientifically. And Blade is like, stop. It's, I, it's, it's not interesting for me. I'm not interested. Um, so, Blade, in the comics, uh you know, gains these various vampire abilities, um, as well as, you know, vampire thirst for blood, um, and, uh, starts being referred to in-universe as the Daywalker, uh, which I think might have been something that was introduced in the movie. Probably. Um, probably. Sounds right. Um, so he, uh, Obviously, it's pretty upset about about this. Uh, does make him not <laughs> uh, not care for Morbius so much. Even uh, you know, Morbius was being mind controlled into being evil. But also, if somebody bit me and turned me into a vampire and like permanently altered my life and identity forever, uh, even if they weren't 
themselves when it happened, I think I would still probably end up holding it against them, so... Even if they didn't I, change me irrevocably, I would I would still, like, you bit me. Oh, dude, I didn't ask you on. to do that. You bit me. <laughs> get out of here. Um, Freaking get out of here, man. The Layer only exception on... is children. They don't know what biting is about. No. Um... <laughs> A child <laughs> bites fair. you and you're like, well, I probably deserved that. I, you know, there was really no avoiding this. Nope. Um, he, um, later on, they sort of, like, semi-retcon this. I think it, like, depends on the context and the writer, because there are some later stories. I think, like, notably in, like, there's, like, a 2006-ish, like, Blade a solo series uh where it's like he's actually half vampire because of what happened with his mom he's always had these powers uh, <laughs> it, it just took morbius biting him to draw them out <laughs> morbius really brings morbius out just... the worst in him doesn't he yeah god unfortunately um there's, like, I think there's at least one version where it's, like, the, like, uh, the sex workers who were, like, raising him, like, knew this and, like, kept it a secret. And, like, the, you know, the woman who owned this brothel was, like, secretly giving him blood so he didn't find out that he was a vampire, sort of. I'm just imagining um. a baby, like, I don't, I don't know if... Uh, Marvel vampires have the ability to climb walls, but they do in D&D, so I'm just imagining a baby like, ah, oh, jeez. Blade's on the ceiling again. Get the broom. <laughs> get, gotta, get, get him down from there. You gotta shuffle him over to the wall, and here, you you stand here and catch him if he falls, but like, just come on, come on, come on, get, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just grows up like, I didn't know I was a vampire, I thought everybody could climb walls. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a thing babies did, you yeah. know? and then they grow out of it. Yeah. Um, I probably cl can't climb a wall now, walk straight up a wall. Well, shit. Ah, uh, damn it. Ah, uh, fuck, it's a vampire thing. God damn it. Um, he, uh, at... I guess, though, in the Marvel Universe, they could have just been, Oh, honey, no, you're just a mutant. You're not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Blade like walking around being a half vampire, and everybody that asks, he's like, "Oh no, I'm a mutant." Joins I'm a mutant. the X Men. Don't worry about it. Charles Xavier is like, "No, dude, you're you're not a mutant." I'm so sorry I, to tell you. Listen, I know. And Blade's like, "Uh, I think your machine is broken." He's like, "No, I'm I'm a telepath. I know." <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of an AU where the women who raised him are like they hear about um Charles Xavier's school for gifted youngsters, and they like go in and they're like, "Look, <laughs> Charles, can I call you Charles? Um, he's a vampire, but we told him he was a mutant, and also." We love him very dearly, but I think that you could probably help him better than we can. 
with your, you know, experience about strange upbringings. Um, yeah. Can you just, can, can you just let him believe he's a mutant and also raise him with your other mutant kids and then maybe <laughs> he'll be fine? He'll be more well-adjusted? I don't- Yeah. I don't know. He really hates vampires. We probably should not have told him that a vampire killed his mom. We probably should have yeah, just told like, him that it was, like, a normal thing. Yeah. It's like a whole thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier's like, well, we have had weirder, so... Yeah. <laughs> why not? Um, at, uh, one point, he gets, uh, kidnapped by his dad... His, like, estranged dad, who I think was, like, in Latverian prison when he was born. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> his dad, who is... <laughs> Just quietly, oh, my God, is the mood for so much of this podcast. Um, I, it's not even, like, American prison. It's Latverian no. prison. Why did he... Yeah, of course. Why was he in Latveria? <laughs> for reasons um not but, regular american prison not estranged enough exactly. <laughs> he's gonna be in prison in another country yes um his dad is trying to do like a ritual to resurrect dracula and he like why kidnaps I do. I, I don't know why his dad likes. His dad thinks Dracula's cool. I guess. <laughs> you expect me to know why things in comics happen? No. Are you listening to the show? It, it was more of a general why at the universe. Sure, at, sure, sure, sure. And at comics, a rhetorical why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, his dad is trying to resurrect Dracula, tries to use Blade in this ritual, and he escapes, but in the process, he loses his hand. Um. Blade does, or Blade's dad? Blade, Blade does. Blade loses his hand. Okay. Uh, does he then- Does he replace it with a knife? (laughs) Well, at, like, at- (laughs) At some point, he has, like, kind of, like, a like a jerry-rigged, like, prosthetic hand that is basically just, like, a knife. Um, but during, um... <laughs> Looking at him, is that why you're called Blade? No, I had that name before. Oh. I had the... What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. It seems, seems insensitive if that's why you're called Blade. No, no, it's a, it's an old nickname. This just happened. Yeah, this is just me staying on theme. Yeah. Um, during Civil War, uh, he registers and starts working with Shield, and Shield gives him a like a uh, high tech prosthetic hand that can like turn into different weapons. Um, that is pretty cool. Yeah, it it is it is objectively pretty cool. Um he it it like it it's like a a gun and also like a grappling hook. Um and I think it can like he can like shink a knife out of it. But yeah, he gets a he gets a cool 
a cool prosthetic hand. Um, he is uh working with the X-Men uh during the storyline where <laughs> Jubilee gets turned into a vampire. Um in case people weren't aware, Jubilee did get turned into a vampire. Um Blade uh tries to kill her, is stopped by Wolverine. He's like, she's a vampire, and Wolverine's like, if you touch her, I will snap. Um, so he Good. does not kill Jubilee. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wolverine, protective dad mode activates. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, he, uh, <laughs> during, um, the, like, uh, Inhumans event, he's... <laughs> Running around as Ronin for a little bit, he, like, found Clint's old Ronin costume and then just decided to be Ronin for a little while. <laughs> Why not? I guess. Why Why not? You know? Just for fun. Um, most recently, um, he is... I don't, I don't know if he still is. I... He was recently on the uh current iteration of the Avengers. Um and he uh he was working with them during uh uh what's it called? War of the Realms. Um so, you know, he <laughs> really moved up in the world. He's an Avenger now. Congratulations, Blade. <laughs> um yeah, that's um that's that's some of what's going on with Blade. He is he is pretty cool. <laughs> Just objectively. Look at this guy. <laughs> I, I love to see uh, him. <laughs> um was there anything else you wanted to discuss? Did you read any comics? I did not read any comics. I've been pretty busy with work. Um Yes. I, it makes sense. But there was some news this morning that I got very excited about that I'm sure you will bring huge. up. <laughs> yes, huge, huge news. Nimona. Uh, Nimona <laughs> is back, baby. Nimona. Um, I, I think... Rising from the ashes. God damn. Um, most, uh, most people have probably seen this at this point. Um, and I think most people are aware of what the situation uh has been but in case you're not uh Nimona is a uh webcomic turned graphic novel by uh ND Stevenson uh the creator of the new She-Ra cartoon on Netflix the creator of Lumberjanes um and a few years ago uh it uh got like optioned by Blue Sky Studios um, to get turned into an animated movie, uh, and then the studio got bought by Disney while the movie was still in production, um, and according to people who were working on it was, like, most of the way through production, uh, and Disney ends up, ended up canceling it, uh, also reportedly by people who were working on it, there were, there was a lot of pushback from Disney against the kind of uh, LGBT elements of the movie. Nimona has two gay dags. Nimona has two gay 
friends to enemies <laughs> to lovers dads. Um anyway, read Nimona. Please. Read Nimona. It rules. I was thinking like I have not I, read it in a long time and I should now. Yeah, I did get the graphic novel version of it and I yes. should pull that out and yes. re- reread it to yes. celebrate. Because Nimona's um, good, and I remember n- when Nimona was still coming out. <laughs> yeah, I know, it was crazy. <laughs> um, anyways, all that is to say, after, like, a lot of sadness at the cancellation of this project, it was announced today that Netflix has bought the rights to it. Um, they're going to finish the movie to release on Netflix. Um, I think, like, Annapurna Studios is working on it. Um, they also announced, uh, that Riz Ahmed, uh, and Eugene Lee Yang are going to be in it, which is amazing. Um, and it's going to be coming out next year. So really incredible news that I was not expecting to hear at all. Um, so that was delightful. And also thank you everyone for announcing this the day before we recorded <laughs> instead of immediately after. I, I thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Just rad news. Um, I love it. Yeah. No other news as um, important as this news. I, I can't, I can't think of anything that could compare. Um, I did read uh, some comics this past week. I actually picked up a couple of X-Men titles. Um, because the, uh, the X-Men books are launching their kind of next phase, um, in this, the, the overarching, uh, Hawkspox docs. <laughs> um. <laughs> I find it funny that they have docs in there. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, the current overarching X-Men branding um, so they're launching some new books, um, and then, uh, rebooting, sort of, um, a couple of them. So I got the first issue of X-Men Red, uh, where they're on Mars. <laughs> They've established a, uh, a mutant community on Mars. I'm sure that's um, gonna go well. Yeah, it's going really great for everyone. Um, Storm is... The queen of the mutants on Mars, um, she looks, uh, amazing, obviously. Um, and also, uh, 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 Roberto da Costa, Sunspot, is in it, who I love to see, obviously. Um, he is still being whitewashed more than I would like, but Mm. I... do still love to see him. Well, he's on Mars, right? He'll get a little bit of that Martian sun. He'll. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, he's just been stuck inside for a long time. He <laughs> he is um he's at one point like walking around with like a like uh like an undone suit jacket and like a black eye, and it is a very good look. Um, I do love him. Uh, but that's cool. I think I saw a panel of that and did not even realize that it was Roberto. (laughs) That's entirely possible. 
Um, I also got um, the first issue of the sort of relaunched Marauders, which I can't lie, I did like 80% because uh, Somnus is in it. Uh, the character who was introduced as part of like Marvel Pride last year. And I am still so obsessed with this motherfucker's design. I think it's, like, one of my favorite, like, character designs I've seen in, like, years. He looks so cool. And truly, I was just like, I, I want to I wanna continue seeing him. Uh, but it does also have uh, Kitty in her um, fun pirate outfit. Um... Dokken, uh, slash Akihiro is there. Um, I think Aurora is also there. Uh, but yeah, it is, um, (laughs) it opens with them doing a bunch of space stuff and I have to be like, oh no, space stuff. But I do like to see them. So that's, that's my burden to bear. Um, sometimes we must deal with space stuff to see our faves. (laughs) Truly, the the comic book motto. Uh, but that is all I had, I think. Um, if you want to uh, keep up with us, you can follow us online. Um, we have Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. All of those are just at Capes and Japes. Uh, we have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you have uh, questions or anything for us there, uh, we have a Discord server, which you're more than welcome to join. Please come in and be excited about Nimona with us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, we have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, you can get bonus content, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show somehow, uh, we would really appreciate it if you wanted to leave a rating and review of it. Um, if you wanted to tell a friend about the show, if you think they would want to listen. Uh, and we also appreciate you just coming on back and joining us as you have done once again. So thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, sometimes you just turn into a vampire, but in, like, three different ways? <laughs> sometimes you turn into a vampire, and then you have a nice little lady in the tramp spaghetti date. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah.